Hello, everyone, and welcome to the L-E-G-I-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I am Murray, and this week I am an officer of Burn, baking under rays now because it has been sunny and beautiful, and I've been lying out in the hammock getting my pink on. <laughs> Same. Nice. Yes. I've been going from white bag of milk to strawberry bag of milk, and it's uh. being... <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a thing of beauty, sir. The backyard is what it is all about. I uh, had a little um, unexpected nap in the hammock today. <laughs> that it can would be dangerous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was originally I was getting, you know, I I did take something to read with me, but then, yeah, then I dozed off and uh, and uh, and and Jan's like, oh, I want to show you uh, the the herb garden, and and it was kind of, oh, wait, <laughs> you, you you were just starting that. <laughs> yes, I finished, and they're already being harvested. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you know, it's like it's now wait, June. <laughs> it's like I mowed the lawn and went to lay down for just a minute, and <laughs> <laughs> crazy. So, Murray, does that mean you're now strawberry quick, basically? Uh, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I mean, I was heavily sunscreened, so the strawberry quick takes a little while to get there, but I'm well on my way. Mm, nice. Mm-hmm. Mine, too, takes us uh, to the backyard. And um, and I feel like I'm, I'm you know, double dipping in one I used uh, on the other show yesterday, but that's okay. It's... <laughs> It's 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 well worth uh, additional mentions, and that is uh, that I am the chief assembler of Trampamapompoline, <laughs> <laughs> taking real action, making people of minor age play outside more popularly, and life is now easier. Uh, I've been having a heck, you know. It's it's just it's always the uh, the the age old problem of of you know once they discover screens, it's like oh I never want to go outside, yes. and um, yeah. so trying to get them to spend time out outside has been challenging over the last few weeks, uh, you know, especially since you know they're going to school here as well, and um, so um, we got we uh, we been talking about it for a while and we finally went and got the trampomapompoline because i say it <laughs> properly like homer would and um <laughs> so i spent uh, a, a couple of hours on saturday building it and uh and it has been in almost constant use since and uh this is a good thing um so yes uh, it, it has kept everybody uh, out in the backyard like uh, honestly i was i think you know, I popped in a couple of times during the day, but for the most part, it, we we were just outside, and uh, and much much better that way. Right on. I have uh, some artist friends up in Southampton-ish area, and oh, yeah. they put a tent on their trampoline. They called it a tentaline. I love that. <laughs> I love that, and I, I love I love Southampton too. By the way, yes. And, uh, it's always one of our favorite uh, parts of um, our McGregor Point trip. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's and, great. Uh, I don't know how they're uh, sleeping tent. in their tent trampoline thing, but the pictures look great. 
Because it is incredibly comfortable. There's there's no doubt about that. Um, uh, Jan accidentally bounced the dog's ball uh, into it and had to uh, had to go in to retrieve it. And uh, she kind of laid down and she's like, I might just stay here for a bit. <laughs> oh, the little pugs weren't able to make their way up. <laughs> uh, we don't we don't want to encourage that. But, but yes, ladders are a bit beyond them. So the natural enemy of dogs. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, I'd love to see them try, but, uh, you know, because that would be amusing. Um, you know, do- dog pratfalls are good. <laughs> I can have my father-in-law make the stairs like he did for our dog for the bed. So, you know, they could have that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Been there. <laughs> now I'm picturing dogs on trampolines, and that's always fun. Yeah, exactly. Well, oh and, and believe me, we've had to have that discussion with the girls. Where it's like, guys, the dogs can't go on the trampoline. Yeah, yeah. But they want to. They, they, <laughs> wow, that's verbatim. <laughs> that is not the first time I've heard that this week. Yeah. Yeah. I figured that was the best, their first response. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, I guess it's my turn. Um, Al, I did not have a trampoline, but continuing on the thread of being outside, this weekend I was a special agent of Cabana. Carefree afternoon being accommodated, no animals. (laughs) (laughs) We were back at one of the hotels at Universal this weekend. Uh... But only because the ho- the most expensive hotel they had, we found like really really cheap deal. So we were actually yeah. able to go there and enjoy that one. And our last day there yesterday, we had rented a cabana, and we got there at about almost eleven, and we had forced ourselves to leave around five thirty. <laughs> That's wonderful. Oh, and I mean, I like going in the pool and swimming, but I'm not like a beach or pool. I'm gonna go sit, sit out there for twelve hours, guy. Oh, After like two hours ago, I'm like, all right, let's let's hit, do something. I need to yeah. Do something. That's when you go in the water. You bake for two hours, then you float for an hour, and then you bake for two hours, and then you yeah. Float. But I like to go swimming, but I'm not. You know, unless there's like kids there that want you to play with them or something, I'm not gonna be jumping around like I mean, that's So I go swimming for a little bit, and I sit in the sun for like 20 minutes or so, and I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm getting hot and uncomfortable. But with the cabana, it's like, oh, I don't. I can sit in the chair, dry off, and then I can go. Regular chairs here, and there's food, and we somebody here bringing drinks for us, and there's a TV, and it was easy. It was just so comfortable. Nice. That sounds oh, beautiful. It was so good. I had a book there. I read like must spend like day read most of it. Watched a little Godzilla. Went to the pool. Beautiful. It's a good day. We did not want to leave. Understandable. I don't blame you. Understandable. <laughs> All Excellent. Right. Well, it sounds like a little slice of heaven, which is what? Oh, no. segue. <laughs> exactly where Lobo is. Yes. Our Lo- yes, yeah, so as we can see in the cover of Lobo's Back Four, which is suggested for very, very mature readers. <laughs> so not just mature. Yes. If you're not very, very mature, get out. That's right. It's right. not for you. He has the best logo. Have we talked about his logo? It's amazing. It is, yeah. It's really, really cool. 
all jagged and blades, but still has that, uh, you know, that real sort of slick sci-fi look to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's got to be a Klein. I bet. It's, oh, I love it. Well, I mean, he, no, I don't know about the the logo, but I know he did do the lettering for the, for the cover. Yeah. Then it probably was, um, cause he was kind of the logo guy at the time, right? Like, you know, we talked about how, um, Gaspar was one of the big logo guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From like yeah. the seven, like, you know, like the seventies and early eighties. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, Klein kind of took over from him and doing a lot of, and especially doing a lot of the Legion and Legion related uh, um, uh, logos. Yeah, I, I like learning about that, learning that stuff, because I maybe realized that letters did more than just put the letters in. Mm-hmm. You know, draw the letters. they actually had, to, like I said, the logos and everything. Yeah, and there was a lot of, um, you know, I, I, always remember um God, i don't even remember which letter it was but one of the one of the early letters that one of the sort of early uh, uh comic geek speak episodes where they talked to a letterer and um they talked about um you know just that 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 whole graphic design side of it yeah especially for like something like not just the regular series, but also for like specifically DC when they were doing who's who, where they gave each character their own logo. So therefore, yeah, yeah, they had to come up with all these different logos for characters who were never going to have one otherwise. Exactly. But yeah, I'm forgetting the specific names, but there's a couple of my follow on Twitter, and they'll post a lot of those images of like the different logos that they or other letters have done. And it's pretty cool. Going, oh, you did that one! Wow, I like that one a lot. But yes, yeah. so Lobo's back number four, and we got, uh-huh. this cover is by, hold on, I have the name, Christian Alamy. Uh-huh. We have Lobo with angel wings, naked except for that strategically placed fig leaf, holding uh-huh. a big gun. <laughs> oh, he has a halo. And it said, the cover says, our Lobo who art in heaven. For now. <laughs> and he's telling us, go ahead. Turn the other cheek. <laughs> We're going to see a lot of Lobo's cheek in this issue. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So this is part four, because it's issue four. Makes sense. The War in Heaven. Angel Giffen, Plot and Breakdowns, The Rev Grant Script, Le Christian Alamy Art. Oh, that's right. No, Bisley Art. I forgot about that part. Divine Danny Vazo Colors. Nice Guy Klein Letters and Bad Dan Raspler Edits. Lobo created by Giffen and Slifer. Oh, interesting. So the so Bisley doesn't do the art at all. Huh. Tends me to le- believe that I guess the covers maybe were done after the issues because he did do the art for three, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so but he didn't do the cover for three, so I wonder if by the time he was late enough on the art for three that they maybe had someone else do the cover for three and four as well as the inter- the issue. Huh. Interesting. Huh. I feel like there's a story there. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we are up in heaven in the con- one of their control rooms, and they are looking at Lobo on their screen. Is the image for basically the last page of the last issue. 
and we have one of the uh, Heaven's Armies, I guess, talking to our unnamed administrator who has that nice hat-like looking of uh, tumors and <laughs> other things coming out of his head. Yeah. We got the whole place sealed up tight as Clint Eastwood's tail feathers, sir. As far as the celestial fields are concerned, nobody gets in, nobody gets out. Especially not Lobo. <laughs> that remains to be seen, soldier. You've absolutely no idea what we're dealing with here. He's monstrous and abomination in the eyes of, well, everybody. Even so, sir, we're talking about the combined might of every conceivable afterlife. This has only happened once before. Enough, I don't even want to think about him. What have you done with the new arrivals? Funnel through limbo to the agnostic eternal waiting area. They can read golf magazines until it's all over. Or perhaps sing, or practice singing praises, perhaps? And one of the other guys, who kind of looks like Chameleon Durlin, says, Sir, security breach, Sector Cloud 9. <laughs> Heck, the Krishnas. I knew they were too high a risk. Seal of Cloud 9. Scramble all units. Looks like we got us a war. So who's the him they're talking about? I mean, is that supposed to be like an actual biblical reference, like Satan, or... I... Did DC do another story featuring? I mean, I know there was the story several years before this of Swamp Thing going into the afterlife to rescue Abby, but didn't he go to hell, not heaven? Yeah, I'm trying to think if we had seen the uh, the DCU heaven at this stage. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Is it supposed to be like a uh, biblical yeah, thing? I don't know. Comic story. I mean, Superman wasn't dead yet. True. And he's not going to be fighting people in heaven. Oh, wait. Was he dead yet? Hmm. Would they be talking about... Um, isn't it Lucifer? Didn't he fall out of heaven or something? My yes. Biblical. Yeah. So maybe that's the hymn. Yeah, maybe it is a biblical thing. True. That's the only thing I can think of. Because I can't think of anything, you know, DC-wise that... Anything and stuff I can think of that happened, like, comic-wise, happened much, much later. Yeah. Yeah, like the, uh, the Grant Morrison JLA book where they fight the angels, but that's, like, 98, 99, 97, 98. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. We, um, mm, so, yeah, Death of Superman hasn't really started yet. Okay, yeah, Su Superman 75, so this is cover dated November 92. Right. Superman 75, the issue where he dies, was... Dated January 93. So okay. the fight was probably happening or just about to start. Yeah, yeah. But, but but either way, I don't know that we, we... We kind of almost saw it in Adventures of Superman 500 when Jonathan Kent has his heart attack and goes back to get him, basically. That's, that's after Superman 75. It's, it's like a year later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. So. Yeah, I guess I'll go with Lucifer. Unless somebody out there knows what, what they're talking about. <laughs> Write it. Let us know. Yeah, my uh, my uh, Bible school history is lacking on who's dropping <laughs> out of heaven. <laughs> and we, we'll see what's happening on Cloud 9 as Lobo is fighting a bunch of Hirkishnas. <laughs> shut up, shut up, shut the frag up, you domehead geek eye bastards. Rama Rama Hari Rama Krishna Hari 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 Rama Harry 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 are you listening? 
And she's basically just stomping his way through them. Well, they play their tambourines. They look like they just look like copies of the guys from uh, Airplane. Yes. Yes. Lobo's tired of him. He slams the last few into a wall. Rama! Sheesh, that Rama Ding Dong's shit's enough to drive a dude off his nut. Hurry, Rama! Hey, is this the first time they actually had cursing in the book? I feel like maybe. Because I don't remember him saying shit before, but there it is. It's yeah, the it's... first I've noticed it, yeah. Okay. So he's walking down the hall. Sorry, too many tongues, too little time. I got me more pressing matters to deal with. Like paying off the backstabbing wannabes that's been kicking me around. As he, as like Murray said, we, we see Lobo walking down the hallway from the back. And since he only has one fig leaf, we get to see Lobo's cakes. <laughs> yep. And he is walking away. He's walking away, away from where the sign says to go towards family values. Yeah. <laughs> yep. He's heading definitely towards Lobo. And also going away from the other signs that look like it says goodness and virtue. Which way? <laughs> this place is a fragging maze. And all of a sudden smells. Where's that sweet stink coming from? And we see a bunch of people break into the wall behind him. That's him. Wow, what a monster. Lock and load, you guys. Blow him away. And a bunch of guys show up and start shooting at him. All right, suckers. It is if it didn't give you a chance to make good. Nah, you heavenly has-beens had to play it your own way. So don't nobody come whining to me about what happens next. And he starts smashing people and punching their heads off, literally. Sorry, <laughs> don't you know we're all dead already? Sheesh, folks keep saying that here. Okay, so I can't kill you again. But I can't mess you up so fragging bad you won't function right till hell freezes over. Come on, you religious Oso wimps. Call this a full-scale attack? Fetal's giz. I've had harder Saturday nights at a Delbanian cat house. As some, a couple people are shooting him through the arms, but he's still kicking more heads off. Th th there's more than we came from, Dark One. Great, keep him rolling. I ain't biased. Hindu, Christian, Jew, agnostic, Baptist. Ah! As Lobo grabs the gun out of his hand and shatters his hand. And then puts the gun in the guy's mouth and blows his head off. Yeah. You're all the this same is... to the main man. Yeah. Frag That's fire. horrible. Horrible. I'm going to be issuing a letter of complaint. <laughs> well, then you definitely will get in the letters column, I believe. Uh, yes. From 30 years ago. <laughs> totally. If you were able to send a, a letter back from the future, then I'm sure they would print it. <sighs> totally. So we'll find out when we get to the end. Yeah, okay. exactly. <laughs> and we see a few of those there. Did you see that? What? Murray's face hanging off his own gun? Big deal. See? We're immortal. See? Oh, we can't kill letter us. of complaint. <laughs> Turning oh, a Murray into a gun. <laughs> Turning a Murray into a glove. That's horrible. <laughs> right. It's just that eternal life without a face loses its appeal, you know? Mm -hmm. Zip it, Thomas. <laughs> you goody goody passages. There's plenty more where that came from. Okay. Who wants to play a few rounds of hide the marble column? As Global basically grabs a giant marble column and rips it off base. Any takers? Oh, come on, boys. I'm just getting warmed up. <laughs> and he has a couple of bullet holes in him, but not, as, not nearly as many as he did when he fought Lou. So they're not as good as Lou was, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. And we're back in the command room. It's impossible. He's forcing them back. He's approaching an open-air plaza, sir. Air Force standing by. Good. Maybe a little precision bombing will slow him down. 
just have it ready. And we see our administrator for guys on the phone. Just have it ready. That's right. On my authority, it could be our only hope. Looks like we have gotten lucky. They're out in the open now. Once he hits the plaza, we should be able to stop him dead. Should be? Will be. We'll see. If it doesn't work, I want him headed to the nearest R unit. But sir, you heard, soldier. Just do it. And back to Lobo as he's basically playing baseball with all the people knocking their heads and other limbs off with that giant marble column. Guess you don't see a whole lot of action in these parts, huh, guys? That and your stupid lovey-dovey attitude is the key to why you're doing so badly here. Pay attention now. If you're lucky enough to survive, this will come in real useful someday. He's got a whole bunch of bullets being shot at him. All units, pull back! I repeat, pull back! Oh, run for you, wimp dweeb bastiches. Go on, get out of here. I ate better than you in the Legion Canteen. Huh. <laughs> and that is saying something, because we know that food's not great. <laughs> yes, we have heard some not-so-glowing reviews on the uh, Interstellar Yelp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh, I've messed those geeks up too bad to get directions. And all of a sudden, we have bullets coming from the sky hitting them. Yow! Oh, for feel's sake, it's the Airborne Cavalry. On dragons. Yes, so he's a bunch <laughs> of guys flying on dragons, shooting at him. And flying carpets, too. Yeah. <laughs> All Give religions me are yes. equally represented here. And disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that gun, nosebleed, as he grabs the gun from one of the unconscious people below him and starts shooting up, shooting all the dragons and all the people to bits. Eat boom, boys. You creeps is strictly for the birds. Hardy friggin' har. Boom, boom, boom. He's blowing people's jaws off and shooting their heads off right through the carpets and internal organs. And even the poor dragons are getting shot to bits. The people I'm fine with. I'm a little upset about the dragons. (laughs) And back in the control room. Heavens to Betsy. I I can't help it, sir. I'm going to... As one of the guys vomits from the violence. And the commanding officer, so they're trying to keep a brave face. Okay, looks like we have no option. We give your idea a shot. Right. First, we have to get him to reincarnation division. I already have my techs working on it. They've rigged, they rigged a projection unit here. All we have to do is lure him in and zap him right back out. And if he keep, just keeps coming back, he doesn't seem the type to give up, you know. Trust me, this time he goes for good. We've seen to it. And at this point, that uh, stuff is looking more like Cthulhu as it's basically just wrapping its tentacles. <laughs> that thing on his face is wrapping its tentacles all over his body now. Yeah, yeah. Stressed is not doing well with him. <laughs> Maybe stress something else. A stress ball would help. <laughs> and Lobo's back on the field of battle, facing off. Looks like he's talking to a little cherub, which is missing a foot and most of its wings. <laughs> Now, wasn't that fun, kitties? All right, shrimp, where is he? Uh, uh, and Lobo steps on his face. How? Where's the <laughs> honcho, the big cheese himself? Back off, bad boy. Bad boy. He basically, <laughs> we see a scrunch, so it looks like he just stepped down on the trap's face. Yeah. Who's a frag? And we turn around and we see Lobo's facing. You're not facing <laughs> gentle cherubs now, you blood-crazed maniac. Behold, the might of Nick Torquemada and the Howling Inquisitors. (laughs) These guys I can see again, the Howling Inquisitors. Yeah. (laughs) 
Nick Torquemada. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's fantastic. So in case you're too young to get it, this is the Torquemada from the Inquisition. And it looks like it, he's been basically combined with Nick Fury and the Howling Commandos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And wearing some uh, kind of, uh, I guess, a fetish version of the Inquisition <laughs> outfits. <laughs> yes. Because, I mean, Nick is just wearing that hood with his face showing and a bit of a cape and a bit of a red loincloth. That's pretty much it. Yeah. 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 And boots. You know, you got to have boots. And big gun, which says penance giver. (laughs) And the best part, it has a little skeleton hand attached to the front holding a lighter. I guess for the (laughs) flamethrower part. Yeah, the gospel happy Joes of Confession Company. <laughs> Gaze on us and repent, sinner. Guys, you arrived just in time. It's been at least two minutes I performed a decent disembowelment. And while I seriously doubt a gang of pinheaded faith mongers like you are going to provide a whole lot of fun, as he punches, he kicks Nick right in that sensitive area, I figure I'll just go for it anywho. That okay with you, butt face, as he snaps the neck of another one with a crack. Hold, mortal. Cease thy infernal tumult. Cease thy infernal tumult, lest I smite thee where thou standest. Smite me. You will went fragging army. And we see it is a whole bunch of different, looks like gods. Oh, yeah. Me and this fragging army. Fetal's gives on toast. It's the god squad. I mean, I'm guessing one's Odin, obviously. Yeah. With the eye. And I don't know, was that supposed to be maybe Poseidon that's talking to him? Since he's all kind of like green and his hair kind of looks like it's floating in water? Yeah, I think so. And we got probably Buddha and... Who is the bird-headed Egyptian guy? Is that Horus? Um, Could be Horus or... Or Set. Set, maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure I, on that. I think Horus, but... Horus, the hot god. That looks hockey. I don't know. Horus. Buddha. Yeah, no, Horus came up real quick. Looks like Horus has a bird head. There you go. And I'm guessing that's what? uh, Not Shiva. Is that supposed to be? uh, I don't know. I think it's Shiva, right? Shiva the Destroyer. Yeah, the the multiple arms. arms. But who's the, I'm not sure, I guess, Athena? Probably the one with the spear? I would think, yeah. I'm not sure who the other one is. The I mean, that kind of looks like the traditional god, you know, version that they use of God, you know, Yahweh. Um, I think. Them. You know, think... we 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 kind of have a, a bit of um, certainly a bit of Greek pantheon at the very least here. Yeah, I wonder if that might be like. Because I think we get God, God, God later. You're right, actually. You are right. So, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go Zeus. And I'm just not sure who the hooded guy is with the dagger. And that might be, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, actually, because wait hand. Um, I'm not sure. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Fetal's anyway. Kid on toast. It's the God Squad. Well, if you thieves want to talk about smiting, you come to the right pace. Uh, I said, hold. <laughs> and just when I was starting to feel neglected, hold, I said, as he grabs, we're going to go Poseidon, Poseidon's mustache, because these guys yeah. are pretty giant compared to Lobo, grabs his mustache and punches him in the face with Poseidon's eye pops out with a bosh. 
<laughs> you geezers really know how to make a guy feel welcome. And then we see off panel Shiva's arms is being ripped off. Yeah. All right, who's next? Meanwhile, above, we see somebody is watching all this on TV and laughing hysterically. <laughs> Eat halo, dog breath. Ha ha ha. What's that? Can't feel your legs? Yeah. That's because I got him, Clyde. And we got a blah ha ha. Of course, given how to put a blah ha ha in there. Totally. Yeah. And Angel comes up to this unknown person. Excuse me, sir. Come one, come all. It's all the same to your old Uncle Lobo. But shouldn't you do something? Shut up and fetch me another brewski. As the unknown person bounces a can off the angel's head. <laughs> and it looks like we're down. Uh, we're back in the uh, command room. As they're saying, he's almost there. Pray, men, pray. This had better work or we're doomed. Alert, are you? Instant initiation on my command. And Lobo's working his way through more troops. Hey, one of the places I was looking for. Thanks, geeks. Sure hope you had a ball. And he sees how he's facing a big cannon with a shield to protect the guy shooting at it. Oh, ain't that cute? A big old cannon. Ooh-wee, I'm shaking in my booties. Listen up, you bureaucratic slug. It's payback time. The main man's coming for you. Gonna give you a fragging a fraggin' howitzer's repository. I'll teach you to mess with me. I'm taking over, see? I'm your new big cheese. And we see the uh, administrators there. Fire! Fire! Cash you with my teeth. And we see... <laughs> it looks like one of Bisley... I mean, that's why I thought, forgot it wasn't Bisley. It looks like one of his little uh, doodle drawings. One of his little figures, like yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just pressing a little button. goes, click! And we get a zap-puff! And we go back to that scene at the end of issue one where Lou and his brother Feces had just killed Lobo. We did it, big brother. We did it. We killed the main man. We're the toughest, meanest, earliest sons of bastards in the whole fragging universe. And I defy anyone to say we ain't. And then all of a sudden, Lobo sits up. I hate to burst your bubble, guys. But Lobo's back. <laughs> and he flings his knife and it goes right into Lou's head with a shrunk. Guess it's true they say, Lou. Nine inches is a fine thing. Not between the eyes, of course. <laughs> and he picks up his gun. Hey, feces, you sneaky little bassage. You dropped your gun. Oh! Oh, indeed, cough and breath. And he basically shoots pretty much everything of feces' head from the top, you know, only leaving the top of his head and the bottom of his jaw. <laughs> I hated feces to pieces. About time, though, Celestial Fraggers got it right. It's going to be back in one piece. Mm. As Lobo looks down, and if we remember from issue one, he was shot right in half. Blown yep. right in half. So his legs are separated from his torso. And he's just a torso right now, moving around in his arms, which he just realized. <sighs> and now Lobo's walking away, using his hands to walk with his legs <laughs> kind of piggyback on over his head to take him around. Somebody around here must own a staple gun. <laughs> and we end back at the administrator's office, and now he is just a mass of whatever that stuff is coming off of his face. Yeah, one big blob. And we see a memo from his desk from the desk of Derek Dude, supervisor. Memo for your eyes only regarding Lobo, a.k.a. the main man. CC, all level one gods, goddesses, devils, deaths. Devils, death. <laughs> 
<laughs> Under no conditions is the individual known as Lobo to be collected. His file has been categorized as untouchable. Pursuant to Clause 27C, Paragraph 7, I through XIV of the Immortality Brief of 12 BC. Thank you for your kind cooperation in this matter. Derek. The end. And it is indeed. Yeah, so Christian Alame, um, you know, certainly we're probably even more familiar with him as he used to work a lot with Doug Mankey, um, especially when Mankey was working on um, Green Lantern. So a lot of that um, sort of, you know, 2005 era, you know, through 2011 era um, Green Lantern stuff that that Mankey did was with uh, Christian Malame uh, inking him. Okay, that's why. Yeah, because I brought up, I looked him up real quick as we were talking about it, just to see if I can see something. But yeah, and what came up was a lot of like Blackest Night Green Lanterns books. Exactly, and so that was kind of um, that. You know, I mean, he obviously he's been uh, <clears throat> working in comics for a number of years. He's actually he was born in Paris, France, and. Um, but, uh, you know, like you start seeing uh, his work sort of pop up like around here. And then um, and then really he gets busy around, uh, you know, 2003 uh, uh, and forward. So, yeah, actually so. with Monkey's Inker on Final Crisis six and seven. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, he's a uh, he, he's uh, he's he's done a lot of work. <laughs> he's been kept busy. Indeed. Indeed, indeed. So there we go. There we go. No, he did Lobo. a good, good job. I mean, I I thought so. Like that, that's a hard thing to fill in for Bisley on on Lobo. He did right? do a bad job there. No, he did a pretty good job. In fact, then like the one thing I forgot about that wasn't Bisley was like that one. You know, I mean, he didn't do as many as Bisley, but he drew that little cartoony type of guy. Yeah. Like yeah. the like you said, it's like the Sergio Argoni's little side doodles and Matt. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, and, and I mean, style. yeah, and that's the great thing is that he, he kind of kept the style of the book, yet he still kind of remained his own artist, right? Like, uh, you know, and you can certainly see like when, when you, when, you know, when I looked him up and as soon as I saw that he did a lot of that work with, with Monkey, it was like, oh, that's right. Yeah, because I can see it in his inks, you know, his ink line, the way he shades around um, around a curve on a body. Um, it, that's, that's very, that was very pronounced in that Green Lantern stuff. And, uh, so yeah, I love that he, he kind of did his own thing, but still maintained the style of the book. So, you know, I wonder if we would have noticed, I mean, it's obviously still quite different from, from Bisley, but there's enough of the sort of the regular tropes to, to, uh, Yeah, if you're just reading quickly and not not paying attention to the creator and creators on the book, you might just assume yeah. it's still by maybe a different inker. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, good point. Good point. Yeah. yeah. So no, he draws a heck of a lobo, especially that next to last page. Mm-hmm. That's that's a really good lobo look, you know, face. He he did. So I'm very yeah. impressed. Yeah, that was neat. Yep, he did well. He did well. Very cool. Um, 
hey guys, I'm going to reach into the mailbag for a second and see cool. if we got much 100% sure if there is anything, but ah, uh, and it's being persnickety. It is being persnickety. Nope, nope, wait. Maybe, nope, nope. <laughs> No worries. I just wasn't sure because I was I was away for a week, so uh, so I wasn't sure if I had forgotten something. So, hey, folks, you can send your feedback so I don't go through this kind of embarrassment again. Um, uh, we find it funny. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but you can uh, send uh, such missives uh, to us at legionofsubstitutepodcasters at gmail dot com. Head over to the Facebook page, which is Legion of Substitute Pod or Facebook dot Legion of Substitute Podcasters dot com, and um, you know, because it, it's all one big happy family over there. Um, in addition, head over to uh, Legion of Substitute Podcasters dot com, where you can leave a comment on this or any episode. Woohoo! And that brings us to the end of Lobo. And next week, we'll get back into the new era of Legion. Nice. All Barry, all the time. All Kitson. <laughs> That's right. He's writing and drawing it now. Yeah, exactly. Writing, kit, drawing, coloring, lettering, lettering. He does it all. All of it. Yeah. Everything. Then he goes and he <laughs> takes it to the printer. That's right. Runs a little printing press. <laughs> he even hand delivers it to the stores. <laughs> <laughs> and then sticks around until people come in for their comics and says, hey, you should buy this because I've done an awful lot of work for it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And we will get into all of that next week. Until then, we will see you all later. B-Y-E. G-O-O-D-B-Y-E. K-A-O-D-I. K-O-D. Hmm. That's, uh, that's how the Roadrunner says bye-bye. <laughs> that's right. Beep, beep, coyote. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 that's all, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.